Good morning, and welcome to Simply Science. It's Saturday, February 24th. On today's show, scientists are closer to solving mysteries of the universe after measuring gravity in the quantum world, and a Chinese team creates a tiny robot that could help treat brain aneurysms and tumors. Plus, Rice professors examine chirality in nearly 2D, advancing materials science. This coverage and more, up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply Science. We start off with a significant scientific breakthrough. As researchers have managed to measure gravity on a microscopic level, bringing us a step closer to understanding the enigmatic forces of the universe. This development could potentially lead to the discovery of the elusive quantum gravity theory. Here to discuss this in more detail is our correspondent, Celeste. Can you tell us more about this development and its implications? Absolutely, David. The force of gravity, first discovered by Isaac Newton, has always been a mystery in the quantum world. Even Einstein, in his theory of general relativity, stated that there was no realistic experiment that could demonstrate a quantum version of gravity. However, physicists at the University of Southampton, in collaboration with scientists across Europe, have now successfully detected a weak gravitational pull on a tiny particle. That's fascinating. How did they manage to measure this gravitational pull? The experiment, which was published in the Science Advances Journal, used levitating magnets to detect gravity on microscopic particles. These particles are small enough to border on the quantum realm. The researchers used a sophisticated setup involving superconducting devices known as traps, with magnetic fields, sensitive detectors, and advanced vibration isolation. They managed to measure a weak pull on a tiny particle by levitating it in freezing temperatures close to absolute zero. And what does this mean for our understanding of gravity and the quantum world? This is a significant step forward. For a century, scientists have been trying to understand how gravity and quantum mechanics work together. With this successful measurement of gravitational signals at the smallest mass ever recorded, we are closer to understanding how these two fundamental aspects of our universe interact. This could potentially help solve some of the universe's mysteries, such as its origin, what happens inside black holes, and the unification of all forces into one comprehensive theory. What's next for these researchers? The team plans to continue scaling down the source using this technique until they reach the quantum world on both sides. Their new technique, which uses extremely cold temperatures and devices to isolate the vibration of the particle, is likely to pave the way for measuring quantum gravity. This could lead to new discoveries about gravity and the quantum world, unlocking more secrets about the universe's very fabric. That's certainly a development to watch, thanks Celeste. And speaking of groundbreaking research, Chinese scientists have developed a tiny robot that could potentially revolutionize the treatment of brain aneurysms and tumors. These life-threatening conditions claim more than 750,000 lives annually. The robot, referred to as a microfiber bot, is designed to block the blood supply to these conditions, offering more control and accuracy than other minimally invasive methods. James, our correspondent for Simply Science, is here to delve deeper into this development. Can you explain how this microfiber bot works? Certainly, David. The microfiber bot is a soft robot that is magnetically controlled. 
It's composed of a magnetized fiber coiled into a helix shape, allowing it to conform to different vessel sizes. When subjected to an external magnetic field, it performs a corkscrew propulsion. This unique design allows it to reach blood vessel branches that conventional catheters can't. Interesting. What are the limitations of the current methods used to treat brain aneurysms and tumors? The current method, known as embolization, involves inserting a catheter into the femoral artery and moving it through the blood vessels until it reaches the target site. However, this method often faces challenges due to the poor steerability of the catheter in complex neurovascular networks. It also exposes surgeons to radiation for extended periods as the procedure is performed manually under an X-ray. So how does this microfiber bot address these issues? The microfiber bot is designed to be used as a supplement to catheter-based embolization. A catheter would be used to get close to the target, then the robot would be injected into the blood vessel via the catheter and steered where it needs to go using X-ray imaging. The robot can change shape by elongating or aggregating and can be steered up and down using magnetic fields. This allows for more precise control and reduces the exposure to radiation. And how does the microfiber bot perform the embolization? The microfiber bot can perform embolization in two ways. It can aggregate in a vessel branch to form a tight shape that blocks the blood supply, reducing bleeding from aneurysms and stopping the flow of blood to brain tumors. Alternatively, it can be used to block off a healthy vessel before particles are released into the target branches to aggregate and starve the tumor for accelerated removal. Once complete, the robot can be removed from the healthy branch. What have the tests shown so far? Tests on a model vessel system showed that dual robots in a healthy branch had a particle blocking ratio of up to 88%. The robots were also tested on the hind legs of rabbits. Three weeks after embolization, the robots continued to block blood flow and tests on the rabbit organs found no inflammation or pathological abnormalities. However, the researchers caution that the robots are still in their infancy and further testing is needed. James, thanks for your insights on that promising development. Now let's shift our focus to the realm of material science. Structural chirality, a property where a material's atomic structure lacks mirror symmetry, has been extensively studied in 3D materials, but it's also present in 2D materials, despite their thinness. This property can generate powerful optical, electrical, and magnetic effects that can be harnessed for information technology devices. Here to delve deeper into this topic is Michael, our correspondent for Simply Science. Michael, can you explain more about chirality in 2D materials? Certainly, David. Chirality, as you mentioned, is a property where a structure doesn't look the same if you flip it like a mirror image. It's like your left and right hand. They are mirror images of each other, but cannot be superimposed onto one another, no matter how you rotate them. This property is not just limited to 3D materials, but is also present in 2D materials. And why is this property important in 2D materials? Chirality in ultra-thin or 2D materials can generate surprisingly powerful optical, electrical, and magnetic effects. These effects can be harnessed to advance devices for information technology, making it a significant area of study. Can you tell us more about the recent perspective shared by Hanyu Zhu and Boris Jakobsen on this topic? Hanyu Zhu and Boris Jakobsen recently shared their perspective on chirality in 2D materials in the journal Nature Materials. 
They proposed a possible definition and description of 2D chiral materials and discussed some of the most striking effects that have been experimentally demonstrated. They also reviewed recent progress in creating such materials and outlined promising avenues for studying new physics in unexplored low-dimensional chiral systems. What could be the potential applications of these 2D chiral materials? The optical, electrical, and magnetic effects generated by the chirality of 2D materials can be harnessed for various applications in information technology. This could include data storage, processing, and transmission devices, among others. The exploration of new physics in unexplored low-dimensional chiral systems could also lead to the discovery of new materials with unique properties. Thanks for that enlightening report, Michael. Now, let's shift our gaze from the complexities of science to the wonders of space. While the James Webb Space Telescope is busy exploring the farthest reaches of space, scientists have made some exciting discoveries closer to home. The International Astronomical Union's Minor Planet Center has announced the discovery of a new moon of Uranus and two new moons of Neptune. Here to discuss these findings is Abby, a correspondent for Simply Science. Can you tell us more about these new moons? Absolutely, David. These three newly discovered moons are the faintest ever found around Uranus and Neptune using ground-based telescopes. It required special image processing to reveal these faint objects. The latest addition to Uranus brings its total moon count to 28. This new moon, named S2023U1, measures only about 8 kilometers and is likely the smallest moon of the planet. It takes 680 days to orbit Uranus. That's fascinating. And how were these moons discovered? Scott S. Shepard from Carnegie Science first spotted S2023U1 on November 4th last year using the Magellan telescopes at Carnegie Science's Las Campanas Observatory in Chile. He made follow-up observations a month later at the same facility. Working with Marina Brozovich and Bob Jacobson of NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory, they looked at months of observations to detect a possible moon orbit. They were able to locate the new moon in older images taken in 2021 and also from images taken by the Subaru Telescope in Hawaii. And what about the new moons of Neptune? Shepard also used the Magellan Telescope to find the brighter of the two new Neptunian moons. For the other, which was an extremely faint object, he collaborated with David Tholen of the University of Hawaii, Chad Trujillo of Northern Arizona University, and Patrick Sophia Likawa of Kindai University. This moon was discovered in September 2021 using the Subaru Telescope. Indeed, the vastness of our own solar system never ceases to amaze us. Thanks for that report, Abby. And with that, we wrap up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Simply Science. We'll see you back here tomorrow.